0: Welcome to a Mexican soccer show mini pod, leaving the Estadio Azteca. América 4-1 victors over Chivas. Um, it was a game that emphasised for me the domination that the Club América has over the the bitter Guadalajara rivals. Right now, um, I think that was shown out on the field. Um, I know a lot of the the kind of narrative before was that you know both teams are struggling and that that America hadn't won in six games but you know they'd only lost in one of them as well so it's not like it's not like they were absolutely terrible although obviously you saw him today and they obviously they were that was the best they've been in recent weeks but the headline there was um, Antonio Briseño making a very you know a late challenge a high challenge a reckless challenge one of those challenges that you just shouldn't be seeing um, obviously it's easy to say When it's a slow motion replay But You know It's the type of tackle That I think FIFA And the authorities Have been trying to Get out of the game Giovanni Dos Santos Wins the ball first And then Tonio seño Just flies in Catches him And leaves basically A hole in his thigh I mean that was I don't think I've ever seen like, Anything like that um, In terms of the type of injury It was I don't know I don't know um, But Before moving on just There is a little bit of good news don't want to say too much about it because you know I think the news is going to come tonight and in the morning about you know the full state of Giovanni's health but Miguel Herrera speaking in the press conference after the game saying that he believes um, you know it's a nasty nasty uh, wound um, deep long um, you know but the initial prognosis is that it's not anything more so it's just a case of getting the wound to heal rather than as some people initially feared a kind of fracture, which would have been absolutely disastrous for a player who has struggled so much with injuries and for a player who, to be honest, tonight, he looked really up for it. I thought Giovanni looked really bright and, you know, he started the the attack for the first goal with a superb ball um, to to begin the counter-attack from which um, Sebastián Córdoba Netted the, the opening goal from, so um, it was it was a real shame. And obviously now Giovanni's got another fight on to to get fit again. It's uh, it's not what you want to see. I mean, um, I think the, the dos Giovanni Dos Santos storyline here at Club America has been one of the, you know, one of the things to watch this season. And and it's just been stop and start so far. So you know, another blow. But thankfully, it doesn't look like it's um, it doesn't look like it's going to be, you know, a ridiculously lengthy period out for Giovanni Dos Santos. But yeah, going back to the game, I don't know, let's start with uh let's start with Chivas playing with a back five. Um Tony Rodriguez comes in back in at net, Van Rankin at right back, um Sapulveda kept his place with with and, and um Alanis in the in, in the back line of five, uh Ponce on the other side. And I don't know, I, I felt like There's ways of playing with a back five or a back three or whatever you want to call it. And and I thought Chivas kind of invited America on. uh, Luis Fernando Tenner afterwards saying that, you know, he knew the game early on was going to be scrappy. But they kind of, that's why they played that way. They didn't want to give much up. Uh, But, you know, it's it's tough. He's had like, what, two days training with the team and to, to move from a flat, you know, back four to a five and then you know, to to come up against an America team with players like Roger Martinez and Renato Ibarra, who are, you know, those are the type of players that easily, easily can play in Europe, you know, at a good level. Um, And so it's tough. It's tough for Chivas. I think the club's in a bad state right now. It's difficult to see, you know, a way out. Um, I thought the hiring of Luis Fernando Tena was... I don't know, it's it's a club you need, that needs inspiring, it needs kind of a lift, it needs something to happen so that people are excited, and to be honest, even under Jorge Vergara, they had these really bad patches, but then something would happen, he'd bring a manager in, or he'd bring Johan Cruyff in, or he'd do something... Um, to suggest that things were going to get better, and a lot of the times it was only a temporary thing, and then they went back to, back to the cyclical kind of rot that the club has got in. Um, but this time it's kind of I don't know it keeps going on and on. I mean, you look at you know Cardoso and Thomas Boy and now tenor and you're thinking this is a club without inspiration. Um, a lot of rumours about you know a certain agent Carlos Hurtado that has been you know he's now doing a lot of the business inside the club. I mean. I don't know. I don't like to get into all that kind of thing because it's just not. It's 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 the bad side of the game, and I think a lot of the time these things come up like, oh, this guy was having dinner with this other guy, and that's you know. And I don't like putting two and two together or two and three together and whatever numbers. Um, sometimes sometimes it's not what it seemed, but you know, it's it's not it's not great for Chivas. I mean, you look at Oribe Paralti si- signing, and that was like that was the guy who was supposed to be getting the goals, and you know, it's just been an absolute disaster. Oribe um, Peralta's move from Club America to to Chivas um, and that's only one aspect um, so uh, it's tough with Chivas I um, think the other issue is it's not the only issue but it just doesn't look like they've got money I mean it doesn't look like the, they can go out and spend money like America can, like Tigres, Monterrey can and like some of the, you know a lot of the other clubs can do and they're not even doing the intelligent thing of clubs like N- Nacaxa um, as an example, or you know, a Santos Laguna, which you know, they not, especially Santos, they don't, they not like, they're not, not like they don't pay anything, but they recoup the money, they sell well, they buy well in general terms, anyways. And the CACs over the last, you know, couple of years, I mean, they they've made a lot of money off signings. It's Chivas, but it's intelligent, incisive signings that have a point to them that aren't rushed. And some a lot of the time with Chivas, it's like you don't, I don't know, it's just not it's just not working out and then even the youngsters coming through now I mean Cervantes sent off today I mean you know you've got Beltran and sometimes I don't know Sepúlveda looked looked good um, at the time he's had but then again I don't know it just feels like there's not they need that excitement and the real youngster that was genuinely exciting is now playing at Leon, and I don't think he's going to play I don't think he's going to come back to Chivas Um, I mean why would you know, Jose Juan Macias right now come back to Chivas. I mean he might be a Chivas fan but this, this is a guy who wants to play for Real Madrid. I mean, you know, it might sound ridiculous but you gotta I think you gotta applaud his kind of his ambition really. Uh, but yeah, and I think you know you saw tonight America have had the problems but then, you know, you put Valdez and you put Aguilera together at the centre back pairing, you know, you put Guido Rodríguez back in there, you know, Sebastián Córdoba, he's just developing into, not just for the goals, but I've been talking about him quite a lot this season, um, and he's a lovely little player, he can play in different positions, just as uh, the Chivas, I you know, the America bus is just coming past me now, leaving, escorted by about six, seven police motorbikes, uh, they'll be happy tonight, they'll have a the party, I think. I'm sure the the players will be out tonight. I mean, Clásico Nacional victory. Um, the the geo-injury was obviously a downer, but, you know, yeah, like yeah, we're like saying, um, Cordoba in midfield. You know, and then Renato Abarra. Vinyas as well. He looks like a real player. I don't know. It just seems like America are getting things right and Chivas are right now getting left behind. Not nice for Chivas fans to wear, um, but, I mean, I think every even every fan knows it as well. You can see it's not like... This is, a, this is, I'm unearthing things that people can't even see because it's obvious. But it's a shame because, you know, the Mexican game's always better with Chivas up there, fighting, playing good football. And, and right now it's just just some of the personalities in the squad. Alan Pulido, the big money that he's on, the big money he was signed for. I don't know. You look around and you think that, you know, Chofis Lopez, is he ever, ever going to be that player? And, you know, I mean, you'd have to say no. Right now, you know Alanis even coming back and just not quite work. I don't know. Anyway, it's a mess, but we'll see. Um, good atmosphere. Majority of America fans today. I think out of all the classical nationalities I've been to, this was the the, the most America fans I've seen in a game. Um, I'd say usually in the Azteca it's 50-50, 60-40 50, America. Um, well, this time it was probably 70-30 to America, to be honest. Um, and then over in Guadalajara, it's probably. Probably regular 70-30 in favour of Chivas. So, so yeah, America fans um, kind of won that battle of the stand as well. Um, let's hope Giovanni dos Santos is okay. And um, yeah, we'll see the the repercussions for for Antonio Briceño, um who apparently is feeling very sorry, according to Luis Fernando Tena. But anyway, that's it for me tonight. Just a few thoughts randomly. Leaving the stadium. Buenas noches and uh, bueno, estamos en contacto.